Coming up, do you remember the classroom troublemaker? And what can teachers and families do when this youngster acts out in school? Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week I speak with a well-known Torah scholar who shares important insights from the Torah that will make home life better. And this week, I am at the home of my guest, Rabbi Beryl Wine, where we will discuss a bit about what parents of a classroom troublemaker need to know. Rabbi Wine is a well-known author and historian who lectures extensively around the world. Rabbi Wine also established the Destiny Foundation from which audiences and students everywhere can access his books and audio presentations as well as drama and documentary film projects by visiting the website jewishdestiny.com To learn about Rabbi Wine's upcoming tours and speaking engagements, to read his popular weekly blog posts or to invite Rabbi Wine to speak in your community, visit rabbiwine.com That's R-A-B-B I W E I N dot com. Welcome back to At Home in Jerusalem, Rabbi Beryl Wine. Thank you, Heather. Rabbi Wine, you founded Yeshiva Shari Torah of Rockland with a large high school and post high school division. In your years running these institutions, you've certainly seen a wide range of behaviors in the classroom, not to mention all of your own experiences in a classroom as a youngster. Does every classroom have a troublemaker? Yes. <laughs> What constitutes a troublemaker? A troublemaker is somebody that that wants, for various reasons, to express himself or herself outside the usual disciplinary rules of the classroom. And uh, many times that's a positive aspect of the personality of the troublemaker. And uh, it's not... uh, it's not always to be viewed negatively. Uh, I remember uh, the great Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky told me that uh, he knew that uh, the great leader of Polish and Lithuanian Jewry, Rabbi Chaim Grodzinski, when he was 11 years old, wrote, rode a goat into the classroom. <laughs> And naturally, the teacher was upset. (laughs) But he said, from that, we saw the genius of Chaim Moser, that he was willing to be out of the box and to think Mm -hmm. out of the box and Mm -hmm. to lead out of the box. Mm -hmm. So there are limits. There's no question there are limits. But uh, if you can control and keep the troublemaker in the classroom and not, uh, you know, uh, I have many uh, students of mine uh, who today are great uh, teachers and rabbis and businessmen, who whenever they see me say, you know, I spent most of my high school years in your office. <laughs> but in the words of the Talmud are that you should push away with your left hand, but mm-hmm. always hold on with your right hand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, meaning mm-hmm. never to let go. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. That, is, uh, that is a great challenge, but... Uh, Schools themselves are a great challenge. I mean, I don't know if they still are the best method of education. Hmm. Uh, because ideally, what is the best method? In your well, opinion? the Torah says uh, parents teaching children. That's mm-hmm. the best method. But mm-hmm. there are limits. I mean, 
if my father doesn't know nuclear physics and I want to become a nuclear physicist, then well, it's not going to work. Right. A teacher at the outset of the school year has material that he or she wants to give over and, you know, uh, hopefully to encourage their children to learn and is not interested or not wanting to have children that are going to get in the way of that agenda. And I'm wondering what goes through a teacher's mind when it becomes clear to him or her exactly who is the troublemaker in their class. Well, uh, teachers responsible to the students, not, and I'm going to say heresy here, not so much to the curriculum. And if uh, the student somehow has a positive experience, however we'll define that, so then the teacher has accomplished a great deal. Mm -hmm. Most of us uh, learn a great deal out of school, out of the classroom, either on our own or through our peers or through society or through life's experiences. And therefore, uh, uh, the teacher has a uh, right, uh, perhaps an obligation, to shape the child, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, to make the child curious, to make the child open to the world, to, uh, to uh, reinforce the positive sides of the child. Many times schools only reinforce the negative mm -hmm. part of the mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. Because that's what stands out. and That's, that's what, what stands mean. out. And the whole system, you have to have marks and tests and yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, and there's only one valedictorian, so everybody <laughs> else is out, you know. I heard uh, a football coach for the National Football League say, you know, there's only one coach out of the 32 who is successful because he's the one that won the Super Bowl. Right. But that is not true. Mm -hmm. There are great coaches who never win the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. but who are able year after year to pr bring about the teams that perform. So uh, it's, a, uh, it, it's not black and white, not right. at all. Right. I would also like to discuss the family of the classroom troublemaker because... First of all, every family is different, uh, but from your experiences, is there a general conclusion that you've come to about the average family of the classroom troublemaker? Uh, the, uh, <laughs> I don't know such thing as the average family, but the, uh, right. he's usually a troublemaker at home, too. Mm, that's, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. you know, the parent recognizes that uh, the child uh, wants to express himself or herself and uh, this... Uh, resentful of discipline and is resentful of uh, situations that uh, constrain the child. Mm -hmm. How the parent deals with that at home will have a great deal of influence how the teacher can deal with it in the school. Yeah. Now, uh, there was a time uh, in the not-too-distant past where uh, uh, hitting a child was supposed to accomplish something. Corporal punishment. I remember it yet from uh, my earliest days in school that, uh, that that was accepted. I'm talking about the public schools. I'm not talking oh. about uh, a Jewish school. Wow. I didn't go to Jewish school till seventh grade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, today, that's mm -hmm. uh, verboten. Right. No you way, certainly right. can't. Uh, you can't raise that. So then it becomes a matter of uh, persuasion, of role models. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it depends on the dynamics within the family. There are many times mm -hmm. that siblings, you know, the oldest child is great, good. You know, 
The second child wants to express himself. He doesn't want to be uh, just like that. So that's how he exists. So uh, to being able uh -huh. to recognize what, what, uh, what drives them, right. but it's, uh, there's no magic bullets here. Well, you know, also, is there something to be said that maybe it's also hereditary? Maybe there's a parent who's disruptive well, or inconsiderate. Well, we know yeah. that parents who are abusive, <laughs> God forbid, raise people who are abusive. There's no question that the behavior of the parent that uh, has uh, no discipline, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no self-discipline, you're going to have children that uh, it's very hard to uh, somehow come out of such a family without being damaged. So what do you think is the most effective way that parents can work with the teacher, maybe another professional as well, to turn around the compulsion that this child might have to disrupt or make trouble in class? I think the teacher and the parent have to have a great deal of patience. A great deal of patience and not be frustrated immediately. And uh, the, my experience has been that the troublemaker could almost always be diverted and uh, set on a different path, given different uh, tasks and assignments and uh, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. things to express oneself. Uh, Interesting. Uh, but if you've got this curriculum and you've got to get a certain mark on the curriculum, so then, then you're pretty much bound. But if, on the other hand, you can tell them, listen, uh, I noticed that you like to read. So, uh, you know, we, I'm give you a half hour, go in the library, take a book and read. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to pass the curriculum, but he'll be educated. Right, I hear. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing your ideas about the classroom troublemaker, Rabbi Beryl Wine. Thank you, Heather. For more on this topic and also a great selection of articles about a variety of family challenges and triumphs, you'll see it in the family section of aish.com. Check them out. And thanks for listening.